business, lead a team, manage a family? If so, today's podcast is going to blow your socks off. How you can use stories to align everyone in the same vision of who you are and what you stand for. How you can use stories to define your brand and your values. How you can lead with the most enjoyable medium in the human quiver of communication, stories. Stories are our lives in language. Welcome to the Love Your Story podcast. I'm Lori Lee, and I'm excited for our future together of telling stories, evaluating our own stories, and lifting ourselves and others to greater places because of our control over our stories. This podcast is about empowerment and giving you, the listener, ideas to work with and making your stories work for you. Power serves you best when you know how to use it. This month has been a fun and exciting launch for the Love Your Story podcast because each episode has focused on different aspects of the power of stories. In episode one, we discussed how stories are fluid creatures and can be reframed to serve us better. In episode two, we became the hero of our own stories and talked about the hero's journey. This week, we're going to be looking at some absolutely amazing story ideas for leaders. And next week, we'll be looking at one of the funnest research projects I have done and discuss how story revealed an amazing insight into how we manage risk. So let's jump right in. If you lead a company, a team of any type, business, sports, charity, or if you have a family that you lead, you're going to love today's insights. As I talk about these ideas, apply them to you, to the group you lead. And I'd love for you to jump online to loveyourstorypodcast.com and share with us how you plan to use today's information in leading your team to success. A vast majority of the stories that we share with each other are shared very informally, talking with the guy in the cubicle next to you or shooting the breeze with a friend at the dog park. The water cooler stories happen all day, every day. It's part of the ritual of exchange between people as we live moment to moment. But once you understand the power of the story, you can start to use them deliberately, with purpose. You can use story to accomplish goals and achieve clearer vision among groups of people. So if you're a leader of any group of people, you know the importance of bringing new tools to the leadership role. You know that leading others is no small task. And how do you communicate and create a sense of cohesiveness? That's always an ongoing challenge as a leader. How do you create a group vision where everyone is on board? Another top important item when you're trying to lead. How do you lead and direct your charges in a way that creates clarity and not confusion? Not only will you be able to make your vision clearer, you will also keep the interests of your team members when you're done with today's podcast, because we all prefer to hear a story over looking at a page of statistics, even a well-meant lecture. The first type of story I want to talk about is the identity story. Who is your team and what does it mean to be a member of your team or family? How did you start? These stories are important because it's the foundation of who you are. This step is often overlooked with the assumption that everyone gets it. But if time isn't allotted to defining this for the teammates, then you have a group of people who are all drawing their own conclusions. 
These days, as new college graduates are heading into the workforce, often they want a greater cause, not just a paycheck. They want meaning and purpose behind the company they choose to work for. Being clear on your identity as an employer, a family, a group or organization is key to stability within the ranks. So, today we're going to start with origin stories. These origin stories are fodder for identity. As a leader, you get to provide this for your people. How did your family start? How did mom and dad meet? How did your team come together? How did your business begin? I'm going to borrow some examples from the book Circle of the Nine Muses by David Hutchins. The year was 1876, and Thomas Edison opened a laboratory in Menlo Park, New Jersey. Out of that laboratory was to come one of the greatest inventions of the age, a light bulb. After a merger in 1892, he called his new organization General Electric. On their website, after telling this story in more detail, they say, Today, that same spirit of innovation and discovery is still a part of everything we do. Drop the mic. General Electric is using their origin story to communicate a clear picture of who they are. You saw how they just did that. They're communicating what they stand for, and they're providing a market vision that exemplifies the way they want to be seen. All with a simple story. A really short story, too. With this story, they encapsulate that they are a company of innovation and discovery. How much more memorable is that than the statement, hey, we're a company of innovation and discovery, right? Once you discover what your identity story is, the one you want to use to define your group, you have stepped onto the path of a multi-pronged solution. The identity story not only defines you to your team members, it also defines you to your customers, your clients and competitors. If this story is put into marketing, retold at meetings, and used as a tool, pretty soon everyone is clear on what you are and what you stand for, all with a story. I want to point out that the employee or group member understanding is not to be underestimated here. When everyone is on the same page and has a clear vision of what they're working for, the sense of unity and forward progress will blow minds, right? If this is missing in your group, start looking for your identity story. We might find a family origin story that looks something like this. My mom and dad, they met in a small Idaho farm town in the middle of nowhere. Mom had arrived for a summer getaway with her uncle between semesters of college, and Dad saw her at a church event. After a day working out on the farm, a cute girl was a welcome distraction. The spark was struck, and almost 50 years later, they have six kids and 30 grandkids. My dad has 12 brothers and sisters, and that side of the family is hundreds strong when you start counting kids and grandkids and even great-grandkids at this point. And we have a heritage of family, love of God, and hard work. And we all know it. Your story will be completely different. That's the wonder of the stories of our lives, so much color and variety. But thinking about which stories you may want to use to identify your family or your team is part of the process. Maybe the origin story is sketchy at best. If the origin story is not working for you, consider the next type. The next story... I'd like to call it the value story. Does your organization pride itself, yay, market itself as being environmentally friendly? 
Do you stand behind the quality of your product or pride yourself on your customer service? Are you the company with the latest and greatest cutting-edge technology or the top fashions as soon as they walk off the runway? This is another fun one. Find the stories within your company and team that show you living up to these values. Do you remember that old story of Nordstrom's taking a return for a tire because a customer insisted they had bought it there? And Nordstrom had a no-questions-asked return policy? Well, Nordstrom doesn't sell tires, but the story goes that they took the return because the customer was number one. Whether the story is true or not, I don't know, but the story built trust in Nordstrom's return policy. It showed excellent customer service, and it spread, as stories do, to accomplish an entirely organic type of marketing. Are you a family that prides itself on community service and helping those around you? Do you have a fun family story or two that shows your family in action? Sharing and retelling these stories to one another starts to define values you'd like to see in your family. And kids love stories. Kids get stories. Kids understand stories better than lectures. My father has a story where he was loading bales of hay after an early fall frost. And as a youth, he was excited that they would get more money for the load because of the water in the hay. It would weigh more, you know. And when he mentioned this to his father, Grandpa looked at him and said, They aren't paying for water. They're paying for hay. That was all he said. But this one comment was a lesson in honesty that my dad never forgot. He shares this story occasionally, long after Grandpa's death, but it's a story that defines family value. The story you get to choose to use is one where you or other members of your team were at their best, a time when George Washington cut down the apple tree but chose not to lie. Retelling your family's version of the rise above story and using it as a definition for future actions is a way to clearly show what your family or team stands for. Another example from Hutchins' book was of a 2012 customer service call that lasted 10 hours. 10 hours! A customer called to order a pair of Ugg boots from Zappos. But in the conversation, the service rep discovered that the customer was about to relocate to the Las Vegas area where Zappos is located. They spent 10 hours exploring neighborhoods and other details of life in Vegas. At the end of the call, the customer purchased a pair of Ugg boots. One pair. Zappos viewed this incident as an employee-following protocol. They weren't upset that he'd spent too much time. In fact, this was another experience of customer service, and they used this story to show their other employees and also customers, hey, we're here for you and you matter. We're willing to go the extra mile. The story has proven to be useful in showing the extent to which Zappos will go to serve their customers. No amount of advertising or print copy can do what a story does. So, as a leader, you want to be clear about the identity of your group, who you are, identity origin stories. And you want to be clear on what you stand for, which values define your actions and efforts, value stories. And you want to be clear on where you are going. This is the third story type. It's called vision stories. What do you see for your team group, or company? What do you want to accomplish? What's your desired future, right? 
Vision statements are popular in business and life coaching. They tell what the end goal is, what you're heading towards. But you've heard the popular adage, show, don't tell. We use that a lot in writing. A story allows you to show your vision so you can better guide your group toward it. It's not just a statement. It's not just written down. It's an actual story of showing it happening. Vision stories are a little more complex because they haven't happened yet. But here are three approaches you can use to determine yours. Okay? The first one. Sometimes you can steal a story from another successful company, organization, or family and use it as an example of where you want your team to go, what you see for your team, stories of other successes that you want your team to emulate. For example, I have a realtor friend who was just starting out in the business and he wanted to make real estate a profitable career. So he looked at the stories of how other highly successful realtors had developed their business. And he he found a realtor who was a top performer and who was willing to share his story of rags to riches, the struggle to the top. And it was a realistic tale of success and failures with a grand ending. And it provided a clear roadmap for my friend, a vision that he could use. And it wasn't his story. It was this other man's story, but it was a vision of the path before him, how to keep pushing through the barriers when they showed up. Just as this other man had done in his story, He could emulate that, and the story had a great ending that he also wanted to emulate that. So one of the ways, then, is to look at the successes of others and use their stories as a vision story. So the second way is stories from the past that share the vision of where you want to go in the future. So let's say you're a small group leader and you can envision your group coming up with the winning ad campaign the company will choose, right? You're competing against other groups within the company. Well, create this story. What does it look like? How does it happen? Do you have a story from the past where your team pulled together to win an account? And you can hold this vision, this story up as an example. The speech might sound something like this. So team, last year when we worked on the Johnson and Frank's account, we came together as a team. Remember when Jonah and Elizabeth stayed late and ran into that janitor every night that week and were on friendly speaking terms? And remember how the janitor shared that story about his kids having that condiment fight with the neighbors and it gave us that great idea that we created the winning campaign around? You know, you get the, you get the picture. Using something from the past, creating and reliving that story to show what you want to have happen, right? Teamwork, ingenuity, outside-the-box sourcing, This is where we're headed again, team. This quick little story shows people working hard, looking outside the box for solutions, and winning the prize in the end. It gives them a visual of what you're expecting this time around. So the third one is, finally, there are stories that you create of your vision for the future. This is just a made-up story. Craft these stories in as much detail as possible and get the team involved in creating this story. So a story circle works good for something like this. A story circle is where everyone sits around in a circle and builds on the story, sharing a vision of how the outcome is going to manifest itself and how it's going to come together. So you create this story as a team and then share the story repeatedly. It takes ideas and it makes them real. Leaders change the world. 
Leaders lead those who change the world. And stories, the world's oldest form of sharing, connecting, communicating ideas, identity, intent, warning, are an often underutilized tool. But now, you know, you can begin to use story with purpose, with intention, and you become influential on a whole new level when you do this. You become a strategic leader with a new set of tools to bring to the table. So I encourage you, consider your vision stories, consider your identity stories, consider your value stories, and see how you can use those in your teams, in your families, in whatever leadership position you use to help people understand where you came from, what you stand for, and where you're going. Knock them dead this week, guys. Have fun using your new skill set and telling your stories this week. And we'll see you next week on Love Your Story Podcast. Stop by the website, loveyourstorypodcast.com, and share your stories with us. Share how you use this technique and these tools in the groups that you're leading, and let us know how it goes. Have a great week. Bye.